Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to Idle Chat. I am Johnny Idle, and across the table from me is my hilarious, lovely, uh, I don't have anything else to say, girlfriend, I Bessie. got a new hat. You got a new hat, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's happening. What's happening? The podcast. I'm so excited. I know. Excited. I'm excited for this one. It's going to be great. Oh, man. It's been a whole week since I've talked to you. <laughs> Not quite, no. <laughs> we are dragging ass today mm. with both of us wide awake at 4 a.m we were <laughs> it was like the middle of the day yeah i could have gone a whole other six hours and then of course we both start being Just ridiculous like hanging out. we laugh our asses off and then they're like like at one point in time i literally had to lean in and and, and listen to oh, see if you I were breathing sit up because i was afraid i was gonna just rest in peace <laughs> oh my gosh that was wild <laughs> and then for 45 minutes we're recovering from laughing so hard. yeah 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 I woke up. My stomach was actually sore. My stomach muscles were actually sore this morning from laughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So stupid. Exercise in the bedroom. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) By laughing. It's just laughing. (laughs) We have a really fun episode this week, I think. We are waist deep in nostalgia November. I spent hours today just downloading songs and trying to, you know, to, to. Dancing around the dining room, like spitting out names of shows that I. Yeah. Yeah. watched growing yeah. up it was yeah. fun it was a good time so we're doing it continuing with our uh nostalgia november is that yeah, what it is yeah. yeah continuing with that we decided to again try to uh wake up some old memories and some of you with some yeah. classic tv show theme songs what we're going to do is i'm we're going to play it and then before we say what it is you guys can try to guess to see how see how it goes, right? Is that what we want to do? Yeah. Yeah. So draw. yeah. So play along. We're going to play. I don't know how long. We'll kind of figure it out as we go. But so see if you can guess what these TV shows are. I'm sure. I'm excited because honestly, I I can only remember like three of the ones that we chose, and that was just 25 right, minutes right. ago. Admittedly, some of these are. I'm playing too. <laughs> some of these are very old. Because, you know, I, I was born in 1842, so uh, some of these shows are very, very old. But there are reasons why I put them in, too. There are some that, you know, sure. that you know that woke me up a little bit. And... We want to have a few easies, yeah. like universals, right? and a few real tough ones. Yeah, I but think But they're so. all familiar to us. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know all of yours. No. But... I just I just heard all of yours, so it doesn't really. Yeah. Some of these are in here just because I remember thinking they were cool songs. They're yeah. just good tunes, you know. Yeah. When I was when I was a kid, you know, and some of them Same actually, some of them were actually hits, like actually got hits mm-hmm. out of them, and and uh, and we're gonna just gonna talk about it. There's a little one bit. in particular that is just such a jam. Oh, I can't oh. wait to get to it. Oh, oh, which oh. one? Oh, you'll see. All right. Should we just get started? Let's get started. All right. I- Wait, first of all, take me back to a typical TV watching day for you as a kid. Like, where were you in the house? What was the room like? Uh, I where would, did you sit? I would, what was you, the environment? I would, okay. So <laughs> I, would, I would go into the living room and sometimes I would push the hassock <laughs> you know, uh, back up to the chair and I would lean up against the front of that. And this is before I hated milk and everything about uh, it. So I would have a box of cereal on one side and a, and a bottle of okay, milk on the other okay. side. And I would just kind of just go and eat the majority of a box of cereal. Trying to listen to your car- morning cartoons between uh, cereal crunchy bites. Right, 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 right. <laughs> How about you? Oh, man. Oh, let me say this, too. You talked about my grandmother on here uh, a lot. Uh, last week we sure did <laughs> she made quite an appearance well she's making an appearance in this one too uh my, my grandma would make sure that she had to vacuum directly in mm-hmm. front of me forever like she so would go to, dodging her she would go over no she would literally just did it to try to get me to stop watching tv right. and, and she would just go back and forth over the same area for about five yeah. full minutes you know just to you learned the manipulation from the best <laughs> didn't i though <laughs> so what was your thing what did what did you do uh all right. Well, at home, um, we had a big living room. It was the first room that you go in when you come into my house. Couch around, TV in the middle. I was one of four, so it was always like rambunctious. There was always f- flailing limbs of course, and people yeah. jumping off the couch onto pillows and 
we all had the shows that we wanted to watch. So we pretty much had a lineup going. <laughs> I so, can't even imagine. Yeah. So we would just go from like one thing to the next. That was the situation at home. And then I remember two other distinct TV watching locations for me were in my grandma's house. One was in her sunroom, which she was in a wheelchair for the, I think the majority of my memory of her. So she didn't, so there was a lot of her house that she didn't use. One room being the sunroom. And that's like a little, little tiny room off of the living room. It was all windows and there was a TV in there. So when I stayed over, that was like the little room that I would stay in. So TV watching in there by myself solo, really cool. Glorious. And then she had a TV in her kitchen that was on this like nook table tiny little screen but it always like felt like we were watching her tv like it was special it was like what like a little six inch screen or something oh it was a little <laughs> tiny guy <laughs> i think we all had that 13 inch yeah 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 tv you know those are the tv watching environments of my youth great usually sitting on the floor cross-legged you know with a box of cereal on one side and a big thing of milk on the other mm, yeah <laughs> something like that some kind of snacky snack Okay, so here's the first one. All right, now the first three, I want to play these be together because they were all co-written by the same guy, a guy named, oh, I named, love that. A guy named Mike Post. He wrote all of these, okay? So anyway, I wanted to put this one in because it's a straight up, it's a banger, man. All right, here we go. See if you guys can guess it. <laughs> Come on, is that a jam that or what? so fun. <laughs> it's such a good one. And you'll see, I think you'll see some similarity in, in, in the next two from the same yeah. songwriter, but a little Super bit. Super lively. All right. I don't know it from TV. No, I did so. All right, so here we go. If you, if you still want to continue guessing what this is before we say it, pause now for a second, because here it comes. Three, two, one. That's from, uh, it started in 1974, the TV show, The Rockford Files. Mm. Yeah, the Rockford Files with uh, with James Garner, and I, I remember that one the most because well, first of all, it's a cool song, and second, he had like a gold Firebird or something, like a late seventies Firebird, mid seventies, you know, Firebird, and he did this thing that we all called the Rockford back in the day. That's when you you just hit the gas and you go backwards as fast as you can, and then you spin the wheel and you change it and you go yep, forward. Yep, and yeah, yep. yeah, I think it's called a bootlegger actually, but we called it the Rockford back in the oh. day. Yeah. It was a good show. He was All like right. a he was Burning like a tracks was, onto your memory. Yeah, he was a private investigator or something like that. I don't know, something like that. So, all right, and now song number two, written by the same fella, Mike Post, or at least co-written by. <laughs> songiest theme song <laughs> Isn't I've it? ever heard. I don't even know what it's from, but I know it's a theme song. I always liked the the guitar was always so cool in that. If you guys haven't guessed it, that is a theme song from Magnum P.I. Oh, I should have probably known that. Yeah, it debuted in 1980. Started in 1980. Yeah. And actually I could just see in my head 
people like being introduced yeah, you know yeah, and turning to look at the camera yeah there's there's tom Selleck in a ferrari right and a, right and, a, and he a like pulls up and looks out the window yeah yeah right right yeah he does yeah, 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 yeah. he does, does he? yeah yes, he does of course he does <laughs> of course he does and that actually got some airplay i remember that playing on on the radio yeah crazy so funny yeah and now we're going to play our third one the third of the trilogy yeah well he he's done a ton i just picked these i picked this one for a reason uh we'll, we'll get into it later so all right here's our third one by Mr. Mike Post. Dispatch, different feel on that one but i like right? it yeah that was yeah, yeah these are jams they're, yeah they're great i think they're <laughs> great and it's so funny when I, i'll i'll say right now that is from the uh the 80s started in 1981 81 to 87 the uh, police drama hill street blues and i'd like to add that our very good friend and frequent guest on idle chat andy sour he wrote an article about it ah yeah. Nice tie-in. I know. On his website, uh, acidwashtimewarp.com. So check that out. Though. Yeah, we'll have to look that up. Oh uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I checked it out the other day. It's very good. Awesome. He did a great job, as always, of course. So, all right. So should we give like a, a little hint on, uh, just a hint, so people can think about it a little bit? Uh, I don't know. You don't know? I don't know. All right, we'll give the hint, and if we decide to not give the hint, I'll just delete it. I'll just edit it out when we, when oh, we do the editing. Oh, right? if you're listening to this right now, this is like Schrodinger's message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, these <laughs> 50, next... 50, 50, all right, I'll say this. Too. I'll say this much. The next couple songs were written by Alan Thicke. Yes. Robin Thicke's dad, actor and, and actor. Yeah. His ex-wife, Gloria Loring, and another guy named Al Burton. So let's see if you can get this one. Now the world don't move to the beat of just one drum What might be right for you may not be right for some A man is born, he's a man of means Then alone come to, they got nothing but the genes They got different strokes and things, different strokes and things Fun. Well, I'm assuming that you guys heard the name of the show. In there. What did they say it in there? I didn't notice. <laughs> Two or three times. Yeah. <laughs> Once again, sung and written by Alan Thick. Uh, the show Different Strokes, 1978 to 1986. Here's the funny thing. All right, I loved the theme song when I was a kid. I thought it was a great theme song, but I was very confused. Okay. Because it says, uh, "Then along comes you. You got nothing. They got nothing but their jeans. I thought they meant jeans, not jeans. Oh, jeans, but not jeans, not jeans, jeans. Yes, but they meant jeans, like Wilder and Hackman. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> those jeans. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I love that. This is one of those. In this era, they always did that the very special episode. Oh, yeah. They always did that, the very special oh, episode. Oh, they were heavy. Do you know what the very special episode was on Different Strokes? Uh, well, I'm going to have you tell me. You don't know? I'm pretty sure I know. Oh, the guy that owned the bike shop was a pedophile. Yeah, that's yeah, what I it was thought really it was. Weird. Oh, oh, you started getting uh, drunk and oh, awful. Just awful. Well, anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, here we go. Another theme song sung by Alan Thicke. Oh, there's another great theme song written by Alan Thicke. Here we go. You take the good, you take the bad, you take them all, and there you have the facts of life. 
All right, I'm sure you guys got that one because, again, it says it a thousand times over and over again. But he sounded so different. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, okay, uh, Molly Ringwald was on this show. Do you remember, do you know Molly Ringwald? Do Facts you, yeah. of Life? Yeah, she was on that show. What am I thinking of with Blair? Yeah, Facts of Life. Same thing? Yeah. And Charlotte Ray was on both this show and Different Strokes. You don't say. Yeah. Now, here's- Was that the mom? Huh? Was that the mother figure? Yeah, yeah. Ah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All right. Here's where things get weird. Let's play this one now. That's, That's a, a good blast. One. That is a blast. When you said Alan Thicke, the only song that I knew that was written and sung by him on a TV show was that one. But you're wrong. And I was brutally that, wrong. Here he is. He's on the show. He's on the show. Yet he does. He didn't write and sing the, the theme song. He didn't write or sing yeah. the theme song. That was actually B.J. Thomas, the guy who did Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head and oh, that's hooked, on, hooked on a Feeling. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Man, I never knew he was my favorite artist. <laughs> Is that song? Yeah. Just because of that song? That's a good one, right? That was the best time I've ever had. <laughs> the, be- the best time ever. That was so fun to listen to. <laughs> all right. All right. Moving on. So what was that show? Growing Pains. Growing Pains. Right. I always get that one confused with another one that we have on this list. Oh, okay. Man, that was a blast to sing that. It was, right? All right. All right. Here we go. Next. Next. <laughs> So that's the one that you confuse with growing yeah, pains. Yeah, those two, to me, are kindred spirits. <laughs> so step by step. With Suzanne Summers and Patrick Duffy, I think, from yes. Dallas. Yes. Yeah. Good memory. This, the this, thigh master herself was in that. Yeah. I think that was her first thing after Three's Company, I think. Oh. Which, by the way, oh. Christmas snow. She was a nightmare on Three's Company, by the way. Was she? Oh, yeah. Like to work with? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's why, like, the last season that she was on, she wasn't actually there. She was on the phone every episode for a little while. Wow. She was such a pain in the ass, yeah. I guess three's a crowd. Oh. Oh. But I wanted to do this one because it was a, a huge hit. So, all right, here, and then, okay, here we go. Thank you. 
words for that. What? Gnarly and tubular. <laughs> that is probably the most <laughs> 80s yeah. theme song ever, right? Yes. It's so good. So, of course, that is from Miami Vice, which aired from 84 to 1990. And that was performed by a guy named Jan Hammer. And the best part about Jan Hammer <laughs> yeah. is that his real name is Jan Hammer. That's the best. <laughs> what a great name. That's a great name. <laughs> and again, that's another one that was this TV show theme song. And it was a huge hit. It was actually, again, airplay. So weird. Wow, that's funny. It started as a theme song and went on from there. Correct. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, I know, right? Weird. All right, I, there's some controversy on this next one that we're going to do. Oh, the drama. Yeah, of course, everybody's going, oh, here's what I'm, I, you're going to know it right away. Everybody's going to know it right away. Okay, okay. okay. here we go. Just sit right back and you'll hear a tale, a tale of a fateful trip that started from this tropic point aboard this tiny ship. The mate was a mighty sailor man, skipper brave and sure. Five passengers set sail that day for a three-hour tour. A three-hour tour. The weather started getting rough. The tiny ship was tossed. If not for the courage of the fearless crew, the middle would be lost. The middle would be lost. The ship set ground on the shore of this uncharted desert isle. With we'll again, the skipper too. A millionaire and his wife. A movie star. Professor and Marianne here on Gilligan's Isle. So this is the tale of our castaways. They're here for a long, long time. They'll have to make the best of things. It's an uphill climb. But first mate and his skipper too will do their very best to make the others comfortable in the tropic island nest. No phone, no lights, no motor car, not a single luxury like Robinson Crusoe. It's primitive as can be So join us here each week, my friends You're sure to get a smile From seven stranded castaways Here on Gilligan's Island So uh, what's the drama? Okay, I'll tell you Okay, so that's of course Gilligan's Island, right? Yes, it is Which aired from 1964 to 1967 But Really? That's it? Yeah, that's it Imagine that? That's wild That's wild, right? Yeah But that's not the original cut of the theme song, mm. I'll play you the original. I'm just going to skip to the end okay. of this one because it's basically the same for the first season. It's basically the same, but then at the Except. end, right here we go. The ships are ground on the shore of this uncharted desert isle with Gilligan, the skipper too, the millionaire and his wife, the movie star. And the rest are here on Gilligan's Island. And the rest. And the rest? Yeah, like how hard? Who's the songwriter that couldn't fit in the Professor and Marianne? Oh, wow. Well, I read. A, a, I think it was personal. I read a brief thing. I guess uh, that song was written, was co written by uh, the, the producer of the show, Sherwin Schwartz. And I guess when it first started, they didn't consider the professor and Marianne to be like main characters, but there's like six characters on the show. Mm. Like what, what I mean, you know, I didn't want to give him any airtime. Plus the professor, he's the one that was making radios out of coconuts. And Marianne was the one making all the pies. You can't just go. Yeah, ignore but they them. didn't write them in as that. They just became, you know, it was survival of the fittest. They made a name for themselves because they had to. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. That show still airs every Wednesday at 8 p.m. <laughs> it does not, does it really? It's just called Survivor now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Let's listen to this one. Hold on. <laughs>
Soul. Did you remember that one? Uh, I know the song. Yeah, I've played it. I've played it at DJ gigs every now and then. Oh, like, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just for the old people to get like... Anyway, that's the theme song. I didn't song. know it was a theme song. Yeah, it's a theme song. You pulled the wool For a TV show that aired from 81 to 83, The Greatest American Hero, and asked by a guy named Joey Scarberry. It's a good one. It is blowing my mind how short some of these shows ran. I know. That's just And it. the impression like, that they made in that short time. Yeah, like that one, that's like this, people still talk about that show every now and then. It was, But they did a thing on Family Guy about that. Uh, the Family Guy reference always brings it back into perspective. <laughs> does it though? You know? Yeah, it does. Imagine making that much of an impact where people are still like recognizing the theme song and it only ran two years. Well, three. Yeah. That's crazy. I I remember, do you know that the gist of it was like he found like a superhero's costume and he just, Ah. and he just didn't know how to use it. So Mm. yeah. So he was crashing into walls and crap. Oh, that's great. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Great premise. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. That's good. All right, let's check this one out. This is I have a, a like a a strange story about this one. Let's check it out. Well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with fair up. I've never been with anything less than a man. So fine. I've been on fire with Sally Field, gone fast with a girl named Bo. But somehow they just don't end up as mine. It's a death life I lead I take my chances I die for living in the movies and TV But the hardest thing I ever do is watch my leading ladies kiss some other guy while I'm bandaging my knee I might fall from a tall building I might roll a brand new car cause I'm the unknown stuntman Folks, if you can see the look on Bessie's face right now, <laughs> she, she had I was that, entranced. She had this like uh, smell of fart look on her face. You know? Oh, did I? <laughs> yeah, like yeah. No, All I right. was so in, I was so into the storyline. Okay, well, it, he's, I I like that show because that was a fun song. That was a story song. It was very uh, 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 Johnny Cash. You think so? Yeah. Well, all right. That was from a TV show called The Fall Guy that aired from 81 to 85. Okay. All right. It was a, he was a stunt man that also was like a, like a, like did like bail bonds or something like that. Mm-hmm, I can't remember. Whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. Anyway, the song was originally credited to a guy named Colt Seavers. Okay. All right. But Colt Seavers was the character that Lee Majors played on the show. Lee Majors is a guy; he was a six million dollar man, and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Right. So he actually sang it, but they'd use his character name for it for the credits. Interesting. Oh. And I also find it interesting too that the first line is I'm "Not the kind to kiss and tell," but I've been seen with Farah. Well, yes. Lee Majors was actually married to Farah Fawcett for a while. Oh. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cool, right? Very cool. Let's see here. What do we got? I love learning about your memories. I have a few. I wish I could eat your brain. Go ahead. <laughs> You'll starve. This is a tasty little episode. <laughs> You'll starve. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Check it out. Sunday, Monday, happy days. Tuesday, Wednesday, happy days. Thursday, Friday, happy days. The weekend comes. My cycle hums. Ready to race to you. These days are all. Sky, hello blue. There's nothing can hold me when I hold you. You feel so right, you can't be wrong. Rocking and rolling all week long. These days are all happy and free. These days are all share them with me. All right, so obviously that's the theme song from Here We Go. Happy days. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so I find that interesting. That song was done by. Two guys named Pratt and McLean. But I find that interesting because for the first season of Happy Days, mm. they had Rock Around the Clock from Bill Haley and the Comets. I loved that theme. They showed the clock, right? It wasn't an Elvis clock and his arm would go around the... Mm, maybe. I, I, might... think, I think that's what it was and it would show the different times of day. Well, 
Unless I just created a memory. You might have, but that's okay. In this intro, I wanted to say too, in this intro, there's you see Fonzie riding his motorcycle into like a like a parking lot. He's yeah. on his bike. Well, Henry Winkler, this this broke my heart when I heard this, by the way. I was devastated. Henry Winkler was terrified of the motorcycle, so it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't actually running. Somebody they ran and they pushed him. Ah, <laughs> and that's he just hilarious. and then they filmed him just wheeling in on it. Yeah. That's yeah. hilarious. Good thing the Fonz wasn't afraid. Well, yeah, good, good. You make a good point. So then, of course, and Happy Days had the spinoff <laughs> that was. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Schlemiel, Schlemazel, Hasenbamp Incorporated. We're going to do it. Give us any chance, we'll take it. Read us any rule, we'll break it. We're going to make our dreams come true. to put things in perspective I, I we literally would have arguments over what they say in the beginning it, it, we we it, it, of course it's Haas and Pfeffer Incorporated but no, we nobody knew right nobody knew we didn't know and but, you didn't have closed captioning it's so obvious now but I mean we didn't know anyway that's Laverne and Shirley which aired from 76 to 83 I love that you like have that you ever, one have you ever tried Pepsi and milk no absolutely not me neither I we hate should milk. probably do it nope I remember even as I might a, have even to. as a kid thinking that's revolting. It is revolting, <laughs> but it's for science. Okay, well you go right ahead. I'm not going to. <laughs> I'm absolutely not going to do it. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. Anyway, that song was also kind of a hit. Mm-hmm. It was sung- and they had Lenny and Squiggy. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. They had a band. Yeah. Oh. Oh, what was it called? A real life band. Yeah, they played on. American Bandstand, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah, were yeah. awesome. <laughs> what, what was it called? Hold on, I got to find out. Give us a second. All right, it was Lenny and the Squig Tones. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That song was sung by a girl named Cindy Greco. Thanks, Sydney. Cindy. Cindy. Yeah, Cindy Greco. And Cindy. I remember her singing that on shows like American Bandstand and Solid Gold and stuff like that. Great so song. So it was kind of a hit, yeah. I've always wanted to work in a factory. Always. I know. I, know. I just love that they work in a factory. Where were we? It wasn't too long ago. Like We were somewhere. Socks. We were watching them put socks on a thing. No, we were watching some. somebody was like folding boxes for something. Yes. We were, I think it was at a brewery. I think it might have been Powder Hollow, maybe. But they were oh, like folding yes. boxes. And you were so excited to ask them if you could help fold the boxes. I love that so much. Yeah. Someday. When I retire from being a nurse, I'm going to go work in a factory with a hairnet and I'm going to have a stank look on my face and I'm going to just be mo- the most miserable miserable person there, chain smoking, <laughs> and then I'll leave and I'll be like, ha, ah, another day yes, in paradise. Another day in paradise. I ruined everybody's day. Perfect. Oh, I Great. love it. Factory work. Yes. All right. Everybody knows this one. Here we go. Now this is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down And I'd like to take a minute, just sit right there I'll tell you how I became the prince of a town called Bel Air
in West Philadelphia, born and raised on the playground is where I spend most of my days. Chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cool and all shooting some b-ball outside of the school when a couple of guys who were up to no good started making trouble in my neighborhood. I got in one little fight and my mom got scared and said, you're moving with your auntie and uncle in Bel Air. I whistled for a cab and when it came near, the license plate said, pressure needed dice in the mirror. If anything, I can say that this cab was rare, but I thought, man, forget it, yo, home's the Bel Air. I pulled up to the house about seven or eight And I yelled to the cabbie, yo home, smell you later Looked at my kingdom, I was finally there To sit on my throne as the Prince of Bel-Air Another TV theme song that was a huge hit, Strange. Yeah, that will now be stuck in all of our heads for the next 12 years. Probably, right? Probably. Yeah, you're welcome, everybody. For from- some reason on, on this podcast, we listened to... We either listened to or just talked about the long version of the song. Right, right. That he actually flies and they talk about the airport. Yeah. And then gets in the cab. Yeah, they cut it short. So then you're kind of like... So then you're like, he took a cab from Philly to LA? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Or wherever. Several times I have had people, when I still did karaoke nights, I would have people come up and, and want to sing that song. And bar none... Every single one of them, when the song ended after 90 seconds or whatever it is, they all turned and looked at me like I cut it short. Like, I mean, they Yeah, heard. right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, yeah were, a, they were hoping for the long version. Uh, well, I don't think I even have the long version for karaoke. I'm not sure. Anyway, Iconic. Yeah, That's a good iconic. one. Iconic. That's DJ a good one. DJ Jazzy Jeff, the jazziest Jeff of them all. Yeah. You know, he only got actually thrown out of the house one time. That's why every it, they only filmed him being thrown out oh, of the house right, one time. Oh, right, but it was the same clip every time. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, So every time you. he was going to get thrown out of the house, he was wearing the same shirt. I love time. it. Yeah. That's <laughs> great. That's <laughs> a great little excellent. Easter egg. This next song is such a jam. I love it so much. I'm just appreciating non-lyric songs so much these days and i wonder if it's because of shows like the next couple that we'll do that like have sat in my brain with such happy memories attached to them maybe right all right but this one's fun a jam but you lied why there are there are two words in that song do and nah <laughs> <laughs> and the dog speaks and what's with these like rock and guitar tracks and these yeah, and right? the key change like, dude <laughs> yes <laughs> it's great. a solid jam my the another great thing about that show is they had should we say what show it is probably right they had a hit song within the show well a couple of them because he listened to the beats okay but Think Big was a jam, man. Was it? Yeah. So Doug wrote it. Doug wrote it. <laughs> Doug. So it's from the TV show Doug, which aired from 91 to 99. And it's a good I like that oh, one. That's such a, fun a good one. show. I never. I and never... his emo older sister was such a trendsetter. <laughs> I never saw Roger, never saw a single so episode. Pointy. Never saw a single episode of really? it. Really? Yeah, not one. Love Doug. One. That's a good one. All right, here's another one that I never saw a single episode of.
there's words in that one too. Oh yeah, there's lots of words in that one. <laughs> nah, way cool. Way cool. Just do it. And there yeah, was yeah, another yeah, yeah. one. I can't remember what the other all one right, was. All right, all right. All right, all right. Her best friend Sam would get into her room by um, climbing in through a ladder through her window. Of course. It's the best. <laughs> Why wouldn't she, right? And she would make video games on her PC to like explain the plot of the episode. From 91 to 94, I can't imagine oh, how the video a, games were. It was were. a blast. Anyway, that's Clarissa explains it all. It was ne- a great yeah. show, man. Never seen a great single show. episode of it. Not one. Her fashion sense was wacky. Yeah, yeah, wacky. She didn't yeah. fit all those norms. Can I just she say, great. in that track, the drummer and bass player are going off. Yes, get it. It's they're just jamming. It's it. awesome. <laughs> well, we while we're doing this, we might as well play a couple more that I never watch a single. Yeah, but. there's a third one of this little instrumental trilogy that I've got going on. Yeah. Is there? Is the one is are you thinking of the one I'm thinking of? I think so, yeah. good one it's a blast it is a blast it has like a cool like a reggae kind of feel to yeah. it right yeah you let a little jam a show about babies i don't think i ever watched a single episode of and that's rugrats by the way yeah <laughs> what chucky finster was the best he was scared of everything chucky finster was voiced by eg daly who yes. i we talked about earlier i don't think we spoke about her on here but but she's she had quite a she had acting. So, she was she did so much voice acting. Well, and some regular acting. She was what was what was her name in uh, in Pee Wee's Big Adventure? Don't know. Dottie, Dottie, mm. Dottie in Pee Wee's Big Adventure, and she she had a cameo in the movie Better Off Dead. She sang Ooh. the theme song at the prom or the dance or whatever it was. And yeah, yeah, she was in a movie called it's Valley a great Girl. Voice. Yeah, oh, wicked singer. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, she's great. So, okay, while we're on a roll... Gotta love some Rugrats. Gotta love Reptar. That was a jam. I might have seen one episode of that. Of yeah. Rugrats. Well, I feel like we'll I should have watched later. more. I should have watched more, <laughs> I feel like. Okay. Well, let's keep rolling with a show that I've never watched. Here we go. Every day when you're walking down the street, everybody that you meet has an original point of view. <laughs> And I say, hey, hey, what a wonderful kind of day If you could learn to work and play And get along with each other You got to listen to your heart Listen to the beat Listen to the rhythm The rhythm of the street Open up your eyes Open up your ears Get together and make things better By working together It's a simple message And it comes from the heart Oh, believe in yourself For that's the place to start Start and dancing Hey, hey What a wonderful kind of day To learn to work and play And get along with each other Hey, what a wonderful kind of day Hey, what a wonderful kind of day Hey, hey, T.W. This has Jonathan acoustic energy You think so? A hundred percent What a fun song it's great. It's, it's such a feel-good song. It's Ziggy Marley. Yeah. Yeah. And here's a Blue My Mind. That's from the animated show Arthur. Yes. Which began in 1996 okay. and is still playing. Yeah. I had no idea. It's still going. I, it was on for some reason in my car one day. And my five-year-old nephew was like, hey, you watch this show? I was like, well, I did when I was your age. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? I didn't know it was still playing. I can't believe that. I think that 
you should get that going on a gig. I think we should do a TV theme song acoustic set. Okay. I'm that down. would be a blast. I'm down. Let's Some do it. Some feel good songs like that. Let's start working on it. Okay. I'm in. That'd okay. be great. Uh, we're going to play yet another one that I never saw a single episode of. Ooh. And away we go. I never heard of that ever, <laughs> ever once. I have no idea. That was a that was a stupid show that I'm sure is horrible. If we went back and watched I am it now, quite positive. That, yeah, <laughs> that's from a show called Salute Your Shorts that yeah, aired with from Donkey 90... Lips. Donkey Lips. Yeah, that was one of the guys, one of the kids' names. Donkey Lips. <sighs> He's on Earl. What's that show? Earl. Who won a bunch of money from the lottery? I think it was Earl. I think it was just called My Earl. My name is Earl or yeah, something, yeah, something like that. Yeah, name, yeah, 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 yeah. He was the brother on that. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Donkey lips. Oh, okay. Well, there was another... He'll forever be donkey lips to me. <laughs> There's another guy in there named uh, Danny Cooksey. Mm. His name, and he... he had a few other. Let me see. He had a few other credits. There he is. He, he, he won't oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He kind of looks like you. I guess so, yeah. He oh. was he was like the the punk brat kid. Yeah, he looks he was like, like the the mean bully. He looks like me, only successful. Um, <laughs> it seems like he's had a pretty good uh, voice acting career with uh, the Lorax and, ah. and Kung Fu Panda. He had a solid mullet. A wicked mullet, yeah. yeah. He also he had a small part in Terminator Two. Mm-hmm. He was the guy that with the kid with the motorcycle that. Uh, did, Ed Furlong's character was on, and they were like they were robbing stuff. And he was in a band called called Bad for Good, bad then the the number mm-hmm. four, and then good. Mm. They had like put out one single. How that edgy! Was, it was yeah, but the song is on called Nineteen, and it was ripping. Really ripping. Oh yeah. I wonder yeah. if he's still friends with Donkey Lips. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> Probably right. I mean, at least Donkey Lips is trying. You know. Who's next? <laughs> Whatever happened to predictability? The milkman, the paper boy, the evening TV. You miss your old familiar friends with waiting just around the bend. Everywhere you look, everywhere there's you a look. heart, there's a heart. I hear the horn on to Everywhere you look, everywhere you look. We find ourselves singing the beginning of that one kind yeah. of often, right? Whatever happened to That's another candidate for the TV theme show acoustic gig. You think so? Yeah. There's going to be a lot of funky chords in there that I can't play. You know what I wish we got in here? Family oh. Matters. Look That's it. a good jam. Just like last week. Yeah. There were a There's zillion. There's so many. There were a zillion that we had to sift through. So. Next Nostalgia November. We'll do this again. Anyway, if you didn't guess it, it's the theme from Full House. Yeah. We just listened to a really interesting interview with Jody Sweeten. Yeah. On Steve-O's podcast. Steve-O's podcast, podcast. (laughs) yeah. It was really good. 
she had a she had a rough go, man, but she yeah. she pulled through. She did really well. Yeah. It, is Fuller House still a thing? I don't know. I don't think so. I never watched Fuller House. I never. I I, I bet I watched about eight episodes of Full House. Oh yeah, Fuller House. I never saw anything. No, of. me either. Not a not a moment of it. No, but Full House was a staple in our. It was in our lineup, growing up. Yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did watch a little bit of this one. Same thing. I probably watched ten or twelve episodes of this one as well. When I wake up in the morning and the alarm gets out of warning, I don't think I'll ever make it on time. By the time I grab my books and I give myself a look, I'm at the corner just in time to see the bus fly by. It's alright, cause I'm safe out the bill. If the teacher pops a test, I know I'm in a mess And my dog ate all my homework last night Riding low on my chair, she won't know that I'm there If I can hand it in tomorrow, it'll be alright It's alright, cause I'm safe out the bill. That's a jam, man. <laughs> that is a jam. Did you ever see that YouTube channel, Zach Morris is Trash? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He really is. the best. He was trash. What awful. He was a garbage person. <laughs> <laughs> Straight through and through. Yeah, awful. Always bad intentions. I was and a, never really learns a lesson. No, of course it's not. Why? Because so he keeps getting funny. away with it. So why would he? He keeps getting away with it. It's so funny because I never really fit, thought that you know at the time but man it's spot on what great material so fun so i did a wrestling show with screech yeah yeah I remember you said our friend that. uh dr heresy yeah, yeah wrestled yeah. him yeah two things about him three things he was friendly mm-hmm. he was bigger than i expected because mm-hmm. of course he was a kid then he's a, sure he, he was a full-grown man and he sounded exactly like seth rogan Oh, like his, that's his funny. voice exactly like Seth Rogen. Yeah, yeah, I could see it. Yeah. I could totally see that. People used to always tell me I looked like Kelly Kapowski. Oh, yeah. Always. Oh, yeah. What's what's her name? Tiffany Emberthiesen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do. Yeah, you look, she was like my celebrity doppelganger. Yeah, you look like a cross between her and uh, who's the other one? Selena Gomez. <laughs> you look like a cross between those two. I will gladly take that compliment. Why not, you. right? Of course. <laughs> All right. I wanted to play this next one. Uh, I'll just, you know what, let's just, I'll tell you the story after. So let's just listen to the song. Let me tell you a tale, a very scary tale about two boys who were surfing one day. On a very weird beach round dead man's point where there are haunted sea caves, they say. And strange sea monsters have been sighted there. If you're traveling in the area, beware, 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 beware. You're a disgrace to the family! Go out and scare a human or you're through! Oh, a lot, a lot. Meanwhile, back on the beach, Johnny and Scott are combing the rocks, unaware that behind them, Sigmund Earth prepared to give them a shot. Boo! In total surprise, the boys eye this blob, what can it be? And then it groans and moves and lo, it's a monster from the sea. Now Sigmund, the sea monster, and Johnny and Scott are friends. The finest friends that ever could be on the land or on the sea. Now Sigmund, the sea monster, and Johnny and Scott are friends. The finest friends that ever could be on the land or on the sea. I had actual arguments. <laughs> I mean, full-on screaming arguments with people because they called me a liar that this show even existed. Nobody ah! remembered this show. And I'm like, I'm telling you, it was a show. We're you know, and I'm and you freaking out. you were in the Twilight Zone. Yeah. That was a show called Sigmund and the Sea Monsters. So Sigmund is a sea monster, right? Yeah. But it's Sigmund and the sea monster. Yeah, because he got kicked out by his family. So there is there is another oh. his mom and his 
brothers, I believe the oh. sea monsters. They were always trying to get Sigmund. They were always like it was a whole always this caper with the with the sea monsters. Gotcha. And uh, Sigmund was actually played by uh, this this very famous actor named Billy Barty. He was he oh. he, he started acting in like the twenties or something like that. Yeah. So was he a sea monster? In real life, no. Oh. Maybe I don't know. We don't know. Oh. Anyway, that aired from. 1973 to 1975. So I just I just wanted to play that one just because I loved the show when I was a kid. And if you it, have any desire, go look up, you know, do a Google search for that theme song so you can see Sigmund. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So goofy, really looking. goofy. And it, okay, and well, those that, two kids, like, but, what a funny little, what a funny little time they were having. Well, well that one and the next one, they were. Both uh, uh, done by uh, Sid and Marty Croft. Oh, and we okay. could do another common denominator. We could do an entire episode on Sid and Marty Croft uh, easily. Really? Oh, easily. The, it, it's like it's like these guys. It's as if they dropped acid and decided, uh-huh. you, know, you know, we have to we have to come up with a new show today. Let's drop acid and see what happens. You know, and then <laughs> and then I'll have to show you later. They ended up putting together an indoor amusement park that is, is stuff that nightmares are made of. It's just I Mall mean, of these wacky characters. They had, a, they had a show called the the Bugaloos where just the characters were bugs. And there was another one okay. called Lidsville where all the people who lived in Lidsville were hats. Oh. It's, I mean, it's very, they did um, uh, HR Puffin stuff. They did that <laughs> one. and all, they're just, we They could just do, like looked around the room and they were like, Hats. Everybody's hats. Yeah. It's called Lidsville. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> HR Puffin stuff was a trip too. So anyway. All right. And then they and then they also did this one. And I actually I wanted to end with this one because the Ooh. song the song is just so fun. Make a bunch of soda many more Over hill and highway the banana buggies go Coming home to bring you the banana splint show Making up a mess of fun Making up a mess of fun Lots of fun for everyone Oh, that's a fun one, right? That is fun. That's <laughs> so, like that's like when we tried to listen to Mighty Mighty Boss Tones radio while cooking dinner. That was high energy. <laughs> On the verge of an infarct at any moment. Finally, one of us stopped. Like this, it's got to stop. Yeah, that's from the Banana Splits, which aired from 1968 to 1970. Oh, I I didn't watch, see that one until in, it, like it was in syndication later yeah, on. When I watched yeah. that. I've yeah, never seen banana, it. The Banana Splits. They were. Oh, they all looked like amusement park. Uh, uh, mascots. Bananas? Or, well, no, they all looked like like there's a there's a oh. dog and there's an elephant, but they all looked like uh, what do you call mascots? Like okay. like sports team mascots or something. And they were a rock band. And I just <laughs> remember in the intro, I didn't see it here this time, but in the intro, they're driving like a dune buggy. It's pretty cool. So all right, banana splits. Man, that was a blast. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was fun. We'll walk down memory lane. Th- thanks for playing along. Thank you for having me. Sure, it was a good time. Yeah, you ready? Sure. Let's do it. The final three. Pew, 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 pew. Okay, these are the final three questions of the podcast. We're trying something new this week, right? Yeah, we've got a box of culinary and food-related questions that we're just going to pick at random and go for it. I mean, it's just, I mean, we're just going to let it fly and see if it works out, right? We're just going to throw it against the wall and see what sticks, right? Yeah, I love it. Okay, cool. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see how it works out. Okay, what do you got? All right. Which meal was served in a setting you'll never forget? 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the, the first thing that comes to mind is the first time I went to Mexico and where you could have breakfast was like, it was covered, but the walls were wide open and it just overlooked the ocean and it, there was a breeze and it was cool. And, and uh, I guess I'll think of that. That, that Yeah. That is beautiful. I want to teleport myself there right now. Okay. The first thing that comes to mind for me is also a vacation story, but maybe a little different vibe. Um, So I went on an excursion for deep sea mahi-mahi fishing. And as you know, I get very motion sick. So why I thought this was would be a good idea is beyond me. But I distinctly remember um, being absolutely green in the face, so nauseous. I've never felt more sick. And they served us tuna fish sandwiches while another person on the excursion was about a foot and a half away from me chain smoking. And I have never been more nauseous in my life. I think I threw up probably three times off the back of the boat. I don't know if that contributed to us catching fish or not. uh, But I remember that uh, I remember during that thinking I will absolutely never forget this. So when do you want to go deep sea fishing? You ready? Yeah, anytime. Sure. Great. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Question number two. uh, What have you been watching lately? Without any spoilers, you have any thoughts? Uh, we we're still kind of we haven't watched any movies or anything. We're still kind of in the uh, the new seasons of Survivor and what we do in the shadows, right? Yeah, pretty much that. And our u- regular YouTube stuff that we love to watch. Nothing really stands out as new as far as our viewing stuff. Have you lightened up on Jeff Probst at all yet this season? No, no, <laughs> no. And I'll tell you why because he has lightened up on them too much. So he's taking all of that away from me. I don't have the ability to. They might as well just replace him with a plastic mannequin that just says nice things to people. I miss the feisty Jeff that would make fun of everybody. Uh, that's like a big thing like online. People are saying that, right? You're not the only one that's saying that. This is a thing, right? Yeah, I mean, you've seen him. He's so vanilla this season. I remember the times when he would yell at people in the middle of challenges for doing poorly. And they would, like, cry. It's the best. Well, we said all this last week, so okay. <laughs> all right. So, I mean, it, it's a fun season anyway. And what we, do yeah, in the, what, yeah. what we do in the shadows is awesome. I love that show. It's so good. I mean, I can't downplay it. I love the show. I always will. Well, of course. All right. Question number three. Do you have a local small business you would like to plug? We have one, technically two. There's a, there's a place right down the road. It's like a half mile away. It's a place that's called Smokin' Scoops. And it's a place where they, it's an ice cream spot and all the, the base is all still liquid. And then they, they, they freeze it with, uh, with um, uh, liquid nitrogen. It's actually really cool. They have the perimeter of their work area is set up with all these KitchenAid mixers. And then there's a plexiglass barrier with like a slot in the bottom so that when they pour the liquid nitrogen in, it, all the, all the, the smoke, yeah. The cold smoke goes up and out of the bowl and down underneath and onto the ground. So it, when they're all going at the same time, it almost looks like you're walking on clouds over there. It's really cool. It's a cool vibe. Yeah, it drops like dry ice, like you would like a, like a fog machine or something. You know, it's pretty cool. Cool. I need to stop saying vibe. Why stop now? Uh, I'm gonna get you a little shock collar for me. I think I would. I think I think I would abuse that. And I mean that's so that's right down the road in uh, mm-hmm. Smoking Scoops in West Springfield, Massachusetts. And on Tuesday nights, we went over last night. Our friend Brian Fowler, he does trivia there uh, from eight to ten p.m. And we went there with your mom, and we reigned supreme. We sure did. We kicked their butts. I have to say, maybe this is just local to us, but I'm sure there is a local trivia scene around you wherever you are and do yourself a favor go support them have a date night it's a blast we had so much fun we had Sundays we hung out with my mom a couple hours in the middle of the week it was it was great so I highly recommend doing that right on very cool anything else no that's it all right well thank you so much for listening everybody 
If you haven't subscribed, please consider doing so. Please follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Idle Chat Podcast. Do us a favor. Go out and do something cool for somebody. We'll talk to you next week. We're going to continue the Nostalgia November. Thank you. Bye-bye.